It's a new day. Yes, it is. The Back Row Morning Show. The Back Row Baptist Podcast. The Morning Side Hug. The Back Row with Matt and Mo. He's Matt. I'm Mo. <laughs> We're just like, hey, we got microphones. You're tuned in to the Back Row Rewind. The best of Matt and Mo. Welcome to the Back Row Rewind Thanksgiving special for 2020. We are going to be taking you back to two classic episodes focused around Turkey Day. First up, we've got a classic episode from 2016. This is the Back Row Baptist Podcast, where Mo and I had several guests on to do all kinds of fun Thanksgiving shenanigans. Uh, first up, a game. Let's go. tuned in to the Back Row Baptist Podcast, the official podcast of the Back Row, backrowonline.com. I'm your host, Matt Coker, and sitting next to me today is Megan Oaks. Hola. Chris Oaks. Hello. Cipriano Martinez. Hello, yes. Yes. Samantha Martinez. Hey. <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> well, it's been quite a year full of political scandal, evangelical upheaval, and another God's Not Dead movie. But we've survived thus far, and that is certainly a reason to be thankful. Today, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving and what we're thankful for. Back Row Brody will share what he's thankful for, too. And we're doing our first ever giveaway at the end of today's episode. But first, we're going to play a game, and that's Hot Enough to Fry a Turkey. Today, we're going to play Back Row Password, which is really just like (laughs) the normal game Password, but on the Back Row. There will be two teams of two. I'll be giving one person from each team the password, and they will take turns giving their partners a one-word hint. No rhyming, no miming, no spelling, and one-word clues only. The guessing goes back and forth until the word is identified. First team to correctly identify two passwords wins. And then they will go on to face each other to determine the winner of the back row undisputed championship title belt. Being defended by reigning champion Cipriano Martinez. Woo! You didn't hold on to it very well. What do you mean? You ain't the This is only one You're assuming he's going to lose it. You're going to lose it. what you're saying. By me. Since it's that time that the blue hair fire become. Blue hair fire become. Did you drink in the same water I drink? Uh, my mouth's tired. <laughs> my, mouth's <laughs> tired. <laughs> my gums have been flapping for an hour now. I'm now. Hour. Hour. <laughs> hey guys, early guys. Since, <laughs> since it's that time of year the families get together to fight with each other, we're putting wives against husbands. Megan and Samantha versus Chris and Cipriano. We've got this. And y'all are already sitting in your appropriate seats over here. What do you know? It's bestie versus bestie. <laughs> Going down. Y'all ready? Ready. Let's play back rope password. What? Right <laughs> you don't get it. You were here before. Sippy, we just played this game. Yeah, but so yeah, the winner out of you guys play me? Yep. No. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. Yo, your team has to win. Does that mean we automatically win? That doesn't win. make this sense. This is how it works with title belts. So right? we automatically no, win. I don't work with title belts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're playing like a triple or a four-way yeah. title uh, thing in a pay-per-view. Sorry, microphone. Champion doesn't even have to be pinned. Champion doesn't even have to be in the room. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, goodness. It doesn't make sense. Uh, all right. All right, Sippy. So I have to depend on him? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. 
on our special guest. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. How else? I didn't mean you? it like that. There's only one way to mean that. On him, great. This <laughs> guy? <sighs> All right. It's just like an unstoppable object. An unmovable object. You unstoppable. It's from WrestleMania, okay? Whatever. First ones go to the Martinez's. I flipped the coin backstage. I didn't really. Cipriano gets to go because he's champion. He gets to go first. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one word guesses. One word clues, I mean. And one word guesses. Uh, Cipriano, you get to give the first clue. The password is cranberry. Maroon. <laughs> Crimson. Sauce. Spaghetti. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Cranberry? Cranberry! <laughs> you would have had it the okay, next time. Okay, I was thinking Thanksgiving. Did you uh, say what was, the things were going to be? Like what the theme is for the question? The the theme. Theme? We'll we're the in Thanksgiving. the Thanksgiving episode. See, I wasn't in my mindset at first. <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. I was going to say Adam. Maroon 5. Adam Levine. <laughs> that would have been good. That's Alright, you're not you're not doing this one. Oh, the, other the other ones? The other twos. Alright. Megan and Chris will now be giving clues for the second word. Chris gets to go first. The password is Baster. Utensil. Spatula. <laughs> Megan. Flavor. <laughs> Flavored <laughs> utensil. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I'm gonna say turkey because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> squeeze. He was posed in the thinker position. <clears throat> Ketchup. <laughs> Megan. Oil. This is not Thanksgiving. Gravy? Chris. Oh. <laughs> Baster. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> Thank you for saying, isn't this Thanksgiving? And I was like, give it Alright. I honestly wouldn't have even thought of that. <laughs> Chris and Cipriano, when they get to move on and face each other now. Ooh, come like on, babe. This, bro. Come on, babe. Like, yeah, I want my buddy to win. I need two I really do. For the championship title, I have placed a click light on the table. I will ask one question. The first one to hit the light gets to answer. We surveyed the hundred people. And we've got the top three answers. First person guesses anything other than the top answer, and their opponent gets a chance to steal. Fast hands, you got this. Are you ready? You fast hands. Go, babe, go. From VeggieTales, <laughs> name a silly song. Chris. Where's my hairbrush? Hairbrush song is number one. <laughs> you know what this means, right? You have to come back. Okay. Because you are now the reigning <laughs> champion. <laughs> You didn't say one question. I once I had this. Aw, you didn't say one question. How did you do one question? Chris, victory speech. Good job, man. Uh, I got nothing. It's my first time. 
First time? <laughs> Thank my wife Beginner's for being away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank my wife. Chris has technically been on two shows <laughs> and has won the title before Megan. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anybody I would want to lose to, it would be my buddy Chris. Thank you, sir. You're listening to The Back Row Rewind. We've gotten more from this classic episode from 2016 of The Back Row Baptist Podcast. When we return, so stick around. We'll be back. You're listening to The Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. Hey, everyone. I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180. On LTN Radio. So are you familiar with the anime Attack on Titan? It's this horrific story of people trapped inside of walls, which might sound familiar to some of y'all right now. But not only are they trapped inside of walls, outside of those walls are these giant monstrosities, these titans that literally just are roaming around to eat anyone that goes over the walls. And there's a military force that fights them. And in that military force, we meet this character. And it's one of my favorite characters. And her name is Sasha. And the first time you meet Sasha, Sasha is in a military situation being trained. And she straight out of nowhere pulls out a potato, starts eating it. And... She, of course, gets in trouble for that because you don't randomly eat potatoes in military situations. But her character throughout the entire storyline that she's there, even though the world is falling apart, even though her life is on the line at any point in time, she is going to make sure she gets some snacks. She hoards food. She makes just getting to enjoy something as basic as a potato a big deal to her life and you know she's not wrong in ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 15 we see this verse and it says so i commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of the life god has given them under the sun so solomon straight up says sasha has the right idea even though the world might be falling apart and be terrible we should eat a potato we should actually enjoy what's in front of us we're heading into thanksgiving and there's all these questions in the air about should we even celebrate should we take the time to try and live like things are normal should we try to enjoy life when things are so weird and so hard and there's so much going on well y'all yes absolutely this is the perfect time to actually pause and enjoy the simple things to pause and be grateful and just eat a good meal even if it's in a small number of people because we rejoice when these hard times so eat a potato remember to catch faith and fandom 180 every wednesday morning on the back road morning show only on ltn radio and if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom does, head over to facebook.com slash faithandfandom, where you can learn more about our podcasts, Comic-Con ministry, memes, and our book series that has seven volumes out with more on the way. I'm Hector Mirai, and thank you for spending the last 180 seconds. You're listening to the Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. Welcome back to the Back Row Rewind Thanksgiving special for 2020. We are going back 
again to a classic episode from 2016 of the Back Row Baptist Podcast, where a bunch of our friends were on, and we were talking about Thanksgiving traditions. Here we go. Gobble, gobble. Welcome back to the BRB Podcast. It's Thanksgiving week, and lately our podcasts have been pretty intense with Halloween, the election, and the Back Row Brawl last week. And then we got... A Black Friday special. I don't know how I'm writing these things. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a Black Friday special later this week. So we thought for this Thanksgiving show, we'd take it easy and just share some stories. Now, there's this thing that happens on literally every single TV show that has ever had a Thanksgiving episode. And that's during dinner, someone asks for everyone's attention and says, There's a tradition in my family where we all go around the table and share what we're thankful for. Which makes me want to scream, that's not a family tradition, that's literally what Thanksgiving is. Everybody does that. <laughs> be thankful every day. <laughs> and we're going to get... <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> can't read, can't talk. Talking about me the other day. And we've got... I can't say it. Order we've going... Oh, I spelled it wrong, that's why. Okay. <laughs> that's what's confusing me. <laughs> We're going to get to what we were thankful for. Come on! What is happening? And we are going to get to what we are thankful for later. But first, I'd like to hear some of your actual Thanksgiving family traditions. Um, well, in our house, I have this little table runner. And to be completely honest, it's a balance that I just don't use as a balance anymore. And every year... I have no idea what a balance okay, is. Okay, a balance, for those of you listening, is a short curtain that goes like... Or I can't ball. see you. No one can see any motions. Oh, I'm telling y'all about <laughs> Well, they are listening as well. It is not well. a long curtain. It is just a short curtain that is maybe like... Short tallways or, lo- or uh, horizontally? The purpose of tallways is not to cover your window. Okay, it's just some curtain. people call it a valance. Oh, balance. Oh, I gotcha. Okay, so back to my story, my tradition. <laughs> it's a balance that um, is no longer used as a balance. And I every year I paint the kids' hands a different color um, and put it on the balance. And then I make a little turkey out of their hand. And I write the year and whose handprint it is under it. So every year... That's on our table, that little makeshift table runner, um, with the little handprints of their their little turkey handprints every year for us to look back on. That's cute. That's cute. <laughs> okay, well, I have to share one when I was growing up. Okay. So I was homeschooled. So we were kind of dorks. There was six of us kids. That doesn't mean all homeschooled all kids. All homeschooled are kids are dorks. <laughs> well, we were, okay? That's what we're saying here. And every Thanksgiving, we would put on a play about the pilgrims and coming on the boat and hitting... (laughs) Can you not interrupt me? Because now I'm not going to be able to tell the story. This is what the podcast is about. Small (laughs) ball. Interrupting each other. (laughs) Anyways, we would dress our dog duchess up as the turkeys. (laughs) I would play the piano. Yes. So every year, if you came to our house, you knew the more family children... We're going to put on a Thanksgiving play. That's hilarious. So. <laughs> um, what about what about now? What about what of our own trend? What of our what are our own traditions? Can you talk either? Neither of us can, right? <laughs> um, we'll go. Well, I don't. 
I don't remember. You don't know any? I don't know any. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember any? On the no. car right here. Well, she said ours. I mean, it's the same family. Yeah, right? it's the only one you got. You guys uh, have another story. We, do. we have, we have, um, what do we have? What do we do? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, we watch football. Nobody knows their own families. Uh, and I fry a turkey. That's <laughs> hey. that's what Chris's Thanksgiving Standard. consists of. We have football, football and, and turkey. First lunch. First lunch. Second, Second lunch. lunch. Second lunch. <laughs> Come on, babe. We practice this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Apparently they had a bit prepared. Right? Yeah, we had it prepared. We had everything prepared. First lunch, second lunch, third lunch. What is Lenzies. that? Lenzies or something? Well, time. <laughs> you're so you're such a poor sport. <laughs> poor sport. Okay. Uh, now you're gonna make me mad. All right, get mad on the uh, podcast. What else do we do? I don't know. What did you do growing up? Nothing. <laughs> okay, well I, I have. I played while mom cooked, and then we ate and. <laughs> and we all fell asleep on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, that's, we watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, yeah, yeah, see, that's yeah. what I was about to get to. Yeah, my, yeah. my thing, which I've done since I was a kid and I still do, is that I watch the parade while eating a big bowl of Christmas Crunch cereal. I don't eat Captain Crunch throughout the year. This is the only time I eat it. And so Christian it's become crunch. Christmas. Christmas Crunch. Oh. Christian Crunch. Christian Crunch. <laughs> you know, Joel is in there. <laughs> uh, so it's become a holiday flavor for me. <laughs> Captain Crunch flavor. Um, but yeah, that's a big thing. Deidre watches it with me sometimes, but she's usually focused on getting other stuff ready. She sits down for the lame dog show that comes <laughs> on right afterwards, which I'm I hate. Curious. You could literally play the same dog show every year. No one would ever know. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> it hasn't changed in 20 years. See, and that's when I start working on like helping prepare stuff. Mm-hmm. That's during the dog show. Deidre doesn't even like dogs. I don't understand. <laughs> but she will not miss that dog show. If we have to leave, I'll tape that dog show so I can watch it. <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, uh, also, part of the Vassar family tradition is that they, they uh, for Christmas every year, they get a bulb that's you know with a year on it, uh-huh. the really fancy, expensive one. And in the box, they write you know everything about that year. And so on Thanksgiving night, they already have their tree up, um, but you know empty. And they pull out all those bulbs, and we go through each individual bulb and share what they were doing that year. So it starts, you know, way back, I think it starts with Joanna's first year uh, when she was born. Um, and then it's continued on all the way up through us, and we have, a, we have a special bulb for our marriage that we get to put up together on their tree, and then we have it on ours, too, and we've done the same thing. Um, so it's that's cool. Really their cool. tree even spins, doesn't it? Yeah, their tree spins. And it's giant. It comes out the ground, <laughs> right? <laughs> like that. And it, it stores is. underneath the yeah. house all year long. <laughs> but uh, no, it's 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 been a really cool tradition that has transferred over to us um, that I've enjoyed. Hmm. Any others? Well, we as a family, the Martinez family, we have to. We kind of decide. Okay. We have two families, you know, who are we going to go to first? We usually go to his dad's for early, which is where you were supposed to do your 11z thing. Early, like 11, we have our lunch, and then we kind of hang out with him, and then we go to his mom's, and we usually just kind of snack here and there, and then I go Black Friday shopping, but on Thursday. And then the next <laughs> which is day... The worst. We'll then the next day, Friday, <laughs> we go get leftover turkey, and he makes... What do you make with the turkey? Oh, I make um, green chili turkey enchiladas. 
Yeah. What? That is, with leftover turkey, that's the best. That's the best that's way to great. utilize the turkey. And we yeah, you make voice makers, not enchiladas. Jeez, Louise. Where are you at? Yeah. What what Pizza. what state are you in? Gravy. Miss so bread in the middle of a sandwich and eat it. Yeah, we. That's what we do. We'll like get some mayo and bread, and yeah, Samantha's brought that. I don't even. I grew up. I don't even mayo. I just put straight. Turkey. White meat turkey on bread. Sure, it's dry, but you know what? It's delicious. <laughs> Stuck on the roof of your mouth. Hey, all right, hey, speaking of food, let's move on to the second question. Everybody's, everybody does Thanksgiving dinner a little differently. I cannot talk. What is on the menu at your family that might not be on everybody else's? Besides uh, green whatever. Oh, well, besides <laughs> green, green whatever. No, well, that goes in. We always have either a red chili, mm-hmm. like uh, it's, it's, it's kind of like a gravy kind of red chili with meat in it, and you put that on your mashed potatoes. You know, and then what? they also make brown gravy, but we also have green chili there too. It's, it's all we're we're in New Mexico. On your mashed potatoes, huh? Yeah, some red I chili. Never heard that. Don't right. knock it if you ain't tried it. I'm we not, always I'm not have not. pink salad pink and cranberry stuff. sauce. Pink salad. So it there, depends on what ambrosia. What you want ambrosia salad. I don't like that. It's ambrosia just, and macaroni's. We always have a big bowl. Bowl of macaroni. macaronis with cheese on top, and of course turkey. Mm. And, and we have everything else: turkey, ham, and everything. But yeah, they but also the have macaronis the we have are the, with 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 oh, like tomato go. sauce and with a bunch of cheese on top. Not so, not, not so macaroni cheese. Goulash. No. no. Uh, goulash it is. It is goulash. Pretty much. Really <laughs> goulash has Doesn't meat and corn it. and all that stuff. Not corn necessarily. Yes, it does. Not necessarily. This not as a rule. <laughs> Okay, so I just have to say that this meal that Sippy and Samantha have just described to us all, and I'm sure everybody's stomach is just growling right now, I know mine is, Um, but they have that not only for Thanksgiving, but for Christmas and And for Easter Easter and every other holiday. (laughs) Hold hold up, you you said they, my mom. (laughs) My mom, I I don't like going over there. You know, I try to tell them, cook something different. Because yeah, I was raised like that, it's and then with church, it's you a have, tradition. We have turkeys right for the whole, all the way from November to December. Turkeys. That's all you eat is turkey, <laughs> and it's glorious. And all my family are a bunch of turkeys now. All right, what about the I feel like I feel like we're pretty basic. We have all the basic. Y'all so basic. Thanksgiving, <laughs> but I will say something that um, people kind of anybody who's come over for Thanksgiving, um, they kind of squint their eyes and turn up their nose at our mashed potatoes. But it's because they're orange. Uh-huh. Orange. But orange. that's because orange. we use Yukon Gold potatoes and a sweet potato in mm. our mashed potatoes. Pretty good, actually. So, that sounds but I did question. Cream, cream yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's not bad. That's not and then bad. we fry the turkey. We don't put it in the oven. Yeah. Yes, we fry the because turkey. Because it only takes 45 I'm, minutes, and I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm going to smoke a turkey dish. We have Chris's dad's cheese sippy. Just sit still. We have Chris's dad's uh, <laughs> stuffing recipe that we've used for the past uh, 11 years now. So, yeah. Um, I'm a simple man. <laughs> My ideal Thanksgiving dinner is turkey, potatoes, maybe some Hawaiian bread, corn, pecan pie. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. That's not simple. Not stuffing. I can stuff. No, I hate it. It's gross. Yeah, it is it's the worst. You haven't had Chris's dad's. It's, no, all of it's gross. It's I've had best. five different kinds. They were all gross. <laughs> Uh, um, but there is one thing I don't really like. I keep trying to like, 
because it's a big deal in the Vassar family. And I try it like once every three years. Pumpkin I really pie. earnestly try. Cranberry, no, I can do pumpkin sauce. pie sometimes. But it's called Armenian rice. Oh, oh yes. That's good. Yeah. It's, and it, there's nothing in it that I should not like. It's, it's beef-flavored rice with onion and bacon. That's all it is. Why don't I like it? I don't know. But uh, I can't, for you some reason, get past it. it. All right? Yeah, everything with bacon is good. Maybe there's too much onion. But anyway, that's a big thing for them. They make it, that's one of the things. They used to make it on every single holiday. Uh, now it's only really for, for Thanksgiving, sometimes Christmas, too. Uh, but Deidre just loves it. And the whole family, their whole family is like, that's the most important. That's more important than the turkey. It's more important than the dessert. It's more important than everything. Are we having Armenian rice? Who's making that? I'll make it if no one else is making it. Because we're having it. That's uh, how I am with green bean casserole. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And the very first year that we were even still dating, weren't married, and I was like, what are we doing? What should I bring? Bring whatever. All right. So I brought green bean casserole. The only white person there. And everybody's like, what is that? What is, what <laughs> but is guess that what? nastiness? Ten years later, what does the white girl bring to every Thanksgiving, every holiday? Just bring your green bean casserole, and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm doing it right. Yeah, Deidre's a fan of that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, when we get back, we're going to get a little cheesy and talk about the things we're thankful for this year. But first, here's a message on thankfulness from Back Row Brody. Warning, you are about to hear the unfiltered rantings of a disgruntled children's ministry puppet, Back Row Brody. Formerly of the puppet team, Pastor of Muppets, Brody has become... Jaded and bitter over time for being treated like nothing more than a kid's toy. Brody might come across to the average listener as offensive. He may say things that hurt your feelings. He may question things and ideas ideas that you hold dear. He might even say something distasteful about your mama. If this is not something you can handle, please stick your fingers in your ears. You have been warned. I think I get a bad rep sometimes. I'm not just some grumpy puppet with a chip on his shoulder. I got feelings. I got a heart. I know I've got things much better than some other puppets. I mean, Kermit's show just got canceled. Lamb Chop is like 100. And I'm pretty sure Alf got dissected by the government. So I'm going to take a few minutes to list some of the things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Matt, who rescued me from the back of the puppet ministry closet and gave me a semi-regular job around here. Thankful for Donna Guy, who bought me the only shirt I've ever worn. I'm thankful for DC Talk, for getting back together for the one concert on board a cruise ship that no regular Joe can afford, because that's clearly what we've been begging for since 2002. I'm thankful for the producers of God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2 for greenlighting God's Not Dead 3. This time, God's Not Dead in space. Because now I got tons of jokes for next year's podcasts. I'm thankful for the election, which put more Christians than ever before in the habit of praying each and every day that the Lord would come back on November 7th. I'm thankful for Creflo Dollar, because now when I ask the church to donate money for something, I can always say, hey, at least I'm not asking for a $65 million private jet. And finally, I'm thankful that you all get the extreme honor of listening to me on this podcast. It must be a dream come true for you. Drink it in, man. This has been Brody Rants. Please try not to take him too seriously. And we're back with the Back Row Baptist Podcast. We're talking about our Thanksgiving traditions and our favorite foods. And Brody, of course, went too far with this. But right now, let's talk about the things that we're each thankful for from this last year. 
And I'm serious. Last year? <laughs> yeah. My actual my things that we are legitimately... My family. Uh, yeah. You can say That's that, but don't don't linger on it, because we don't care about your family. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, we don't care about your family, either. Gracious. <laughs> Gracious. Rude. Me? Um, oh, yeah, we'll start with Chris. Oh, sure. Well, family, obviously, yeah. Uh, honestly, my job. Yeah. Uh, and I only say that because... Uh, I didn't have to go to school for it, uh, unlike my brother and sister who are deeply in debt, <laughs> and one couldn't even find a job in the, their career field or uh, their their degree. So Sounds like you're rubbing it in a little. <laughs> no, no, I feel bad for them. Uh, I won't mention which one it is, uh, but that's the case for a lot of people, not just my family. So. All right. Um, well then. <laughs> what? I'm th- that was not a stab at the I'm thankful that I have a job that I didn't have to go I, to school for. I'm thankful for you, Nick and Nicole. I love you very much. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't thankful for them. They are in the family. I, I actually stated that I feel bad that they can't. I said I was thankful I, I like Nick, too. Hi, Nick. I don't so, know Nicole, but hi. Sure you're lovely. They're twins, so you'll love her, too. Okay. <laughs> Um, I honestly am thankful for my health. Our family has been dealing with some really hard times. I'm trying to be serious, and Sippy is over here, like... Falling apart. Falling apart as I speak. Um, yeah, but our family has been dealing with some rough times with my mother-in-law, and I'm thankful that we are healthy and we're able to spend another uh, holiday with her. Mm. Samantha? <laughs> um, I'm thankful for, I would say my family, but the family God has given me because there are, when I married my husband, he had three children, so I automatically had a family, but I am very thankful that of the family he gave me, including my two boys, but especially the kids he decided to give me that I didn't have to have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for um, Matt Drew Coker. Oh my um, word! Who is it? <laughs> I expect uh, y'all to all say me. Uh, you know, about time. Um, I just read the note that you handed me. Matt. <laughs> 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 it said, "I'm thankful for Matthew Coker." So it's like, um, but of course, my family. We have to say family. We do that because we are thankful for our family, or I hope most of us are. And if you're not, uh, I think you need to do a lot of praying and soul searching. You should be at the altar Sunday morning. <laughs> Come down. Yeah. Um, but also, my church family as well, and the friends that um, I w- I've been able to gain throughout the years. Um, this program celebrate recovery as well. It's uh, there's a lot of family that I've met in there that are around the world, which is also cool. Um, but I'm I am content and thankful for being able to wake up every day and and get to see a pretty woman laying next to <laughs> that me. That would be Neil. I would hope so. He was looking mad when he said it. Since we're all doing it, I am thankful for my my family, for my wife. I love being a father. Uh, I get to be a father again with a, another kid soon. Um, I'm thankful for uh, to God for for helping me get over six years clean, which is something that's important to me. I'm thankful for Cipriano, 
uh, and everything that he's done with Celebrate Recovery over these last few years. Um, I'm thankful for a new Celebrate Recovery year with uh, new challenges and a new team yeah. starting next year. Uh, I'm thankful that God has blessed this podcast. I'm thankful that so many people want to participate in the podcast. Uh, and I'm thankful that so many people out there listening care. Um, it's uh, been a good nine months. And uh, I'm excited to see what God does with this show moving forward. And that about wraps up the show for today. All right, that's going to do it for this portion of Back Row Rewind's Thanksgiving special. But we do have a more recent episode from Thanksgiving coming up next. So stick around. The Rewind is not yet over. You're listening to the Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. We here at LTN Radio know that not everybody is nerdy in the same ways, and you might find yourself in a situation where you hear a word or a phrase that you've never seen before and have no idea what it means. Well, have no fear. I'm here to help. Today's term is parallax. The definition of parallax is the effect whereby the position or direction of an object appears to differ when viewed from different positions. But in the DC Comics universe, Parallax is Hal Jordan, the once greatest of the Green Lanterns, now turned villainous. As the evil Parallax, he was responsible for a lot of people's deaths, and in fact, at one point even tried to erase time itself. Though a little bit of good did peek out in the end when he sacrificed his life to restart the sun and save the universe. It wouldn't be until many years later when Jeff Johns took over the comic book that we had Hal Jordan's rebirth and we found out that Parallax was actually the entity of fear being imprisoned within the Green Lantern power battery on Oa, which is why Green Lantern rings, which get their power from the Owen central power battery, have been unable to affect things that are yellow for the entirety of the Green Lantern Corps' existence. The power of Parallax has been used to create the Sinestro Corps, a yellow lantern corps led by, of course, Sinestro, another man who once wore the title of Greatest Green Lantern. And over the years, the entity has actually inhabited many heroes and other beings, causing all kinds of havoc all across the universe. But for now, he resides imprisoned on the sentient planet Green Lantern, Mogo. There was also a version of him in a movie named Green Lantern, but we don't really talk about that version. Hope this helps. Come back next week for another nerdy definition. You're listening to the Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. Welcome back to Back Row Rewind, the Thanksgiving special. We are now taking you back to a classic Thanksgiving episode from 2018, where we are talking about having an intentional Thanksgiving. But first up, uh, five random facts. Welcome back on this glorious Wednesday. Just every time I say it, I'm thinking tomorrow's Thursday, man. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. We're almost there. 
Uh, today's show is brought to you by the Christian Party Game, Judge Not, once again available from Back Row Games. That's right, it was gone for a while through no fault of our own. They stopped making the box that we put our stuff in, and so they stopped selling it altogether. Uh, but now it's back in beautiful new packaging. Visit games.brbchurch.com to check it out. It's not your normal Christian card game. It's a tongue-in-cheek lampoon of church culture, like most things we do here on the Back Row. Just in time for Christmas. Get it ordered. Get it in your house and get to having a good time. Yep, yep. <sighs> Are we ready? We're ready. Five random facts? Hit us with the knowledge. Here we go. The Sarah- knowledge. Sorry. Sarah sorry. Hale is considered the mother of Thanksgiving. She urged President Abraham Lincoln to make it a national holiday. She also wrote the popular song, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Yeah. Did so you know? To fully celebrate Thanksgiving, we have to sing Mary Had a Little right. Lamb. To pay well, homage to Sarah Hale. There was a time when that song, Mary Had a Little Lamb, was like number one on the radio today kind of thing. Really? Like it was a popular song. Like they were singing it and like shaking playing it, it off. themselves. Yeah, like today. Like we do with that kind of stuff. Like it was a popular thing. They were doing it back then with Mary Had a Little Lamb. It was a top 40 hit when it came out. It was number one. Yeah. I don't remember the whole story, but what? Did you mean to say that? What did I say? They were singing it and playing with themselves. That's did I say what playing said? with themselves? No, I said playing <laughs> it themselves. No, you said with themselves. No, I did not. You're so ridiculous. I said, playing it themselves. That's what I said. Okay, maybe you did. But it does not sound like... Golly. I am sorry, America. I wanted to make sure. Matt, even when you say it back and I know what you're saying, it still sounds like it. It doesn't sound like playing it themselves. She goes quiet and she's doodling. Matt. <laughs> I want everybody to know oh, that we have gosh. both like turned a different shade of red. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. Well, <laughs> being your friend, something. I, no, was, I was concerned. <laughs> I was really concerned, and then I thought, okay, maybe I'm not well, following it. That correctly. wasn't on the script. What's going on here? <sighs> Okay, moving on. Number two, the Snoopy balloon has appeared more than any other balloon in the Macy's annual Thanksgiving parade. That is true. Because it was the first one, right? Was it the first one? I don't know. I was just making it. It's definitely one of the first ones. I've seen some of them old-timey black and white vintage photos with Snoopy. (laughs) Did I say something else? What's going on? day on the way to school white christmas is on i'm dreaming of a white christmas uh-huh. right and cannon's like she's talking about snow right mom and i was like yeah she's talking about snow and mila goes really because i thought she was talking about back in like her childhood times when everything was black and white <laughs> i had to explain mila baby the world was not black and white. The world actually had color. It's just that what was on television was only in black and white. I don't understand. <laughs> I did not think that's where that was going. 
<laughs> even even halfway through your definition of what Mila was thinking, I thought back to her childhood when there was segregation. And <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, Mila. How do you know about all these things? These terrible things. I just find it so funny that she equates like black and white television or black and white to movies the, yeah. to the world to the actual being world black past. and white. That's funny. Yeah. Our world has only been in color for like, <laughs> what, 50 years? Yeah, 60 about years? There, about there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Number three. Domestic turkeys can't fly, but they have been to outer space. Turkey was the first meal enjoyed by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. They did they go plucked it and cleaned it themselves up there and on the moon. <laughs> well, that's just how this is written. It's written the turkeys have been into space and it's not. It's I'm sure it was dehydrated sliced turkey dehydrated? meat. Dehydrated sliced yeah. turkey meat. Did that they go was, over Thanksgiving? I don't think so. I think that was just oh. you know. Uh, well, the next fact will kind of play into this. Read the next fact oh. and then I'll talk. The very first TV dinners sold were turkey dinners. Yeah, so I think it's easiest to like vacuum pack or freeze or whatever, dehydrate turkey than most things. So it makes sense to me that one of the meals up there would be turkey. That does make sense. Yeah. Okay. Because that was the first TV dinner as well. And then the last one, the average person eats enough each Thanksgiving to gain 1.3 pounds. I am above average. <laughs> it's the only time I can say that in my life. Uh, do you did you ever see a movie called I think it was called Chairman of the Board, uh-uh. starring Carrot Top? No. You never saw that. No. So you, you know, have you seen Carrot Top perform? Like he's largely like gimmicky prop. Based comic. Yes, you know who I think of though when you say Carrot Top who? immediately my head, my thought goes to Sean White. Sean White. The Olympian. <laughs> yeah. The snowboarder. No, I get that. But anyway, there was a movie called Chairman of the Board that was based on his gimmicky stuff where he came up with the idea of a TV dinner that actually had a TV on it and you could watch an episode of a show while you ate. So it was almost like a little laptop. That flipped open and you had your food on the bottom part and you would watch MASH or whatever. And so the thing oh, would be mash. like, so it would be like Salisbury steak and mash potatoes. And that's how they would sell it. Hey. So it, was all, it was all based on this gimmicky joke pretty much. And he made a bunch of money uh, and became a chairman of this company or something. But, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. I got to ask you though, how would you heat up your... <laughs> TV dinner. I'm fairly certain that was a question that nobody addressed in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'd have to watch it again. Again, that was something I haven't seen since I was a kid. I even forgot it existed until this very discussion. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah You're gonna, welcome. I need to go watch it again. You're welcome. Artist updates, y'all. Uh, my phone's ringing. Oh, my wife is calling. We're going to answer it on the air. Oh. Hi, Deidre. You're on the air with the Back Row Morning Show. What's Hi, up? Deidre. Hold on. Yeah, Hi, I'm going really? to put you on speaker. All right. What's up? I mean, there's no like emergency oh, going on. Stupid. This is really stupid. I was talking to your mom, and there was some noise. Like, it sounded funny on my phone, and I accidentally dropped my phone earlier, so I was calling you to test it and make sure it wasn't my phone. <laughs> Did you drop it again from last night? <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you hearing the noise now? No, I am not. So... Oh. Well, that's oh, good. wait, okay. where did she go? She got really quiet. So you didn't hear any, you don't, you're quiet now. Are you away from the phone? No. You got quieter. <laughs> so this has turned, this has gone from Daedra checking to see if she has a problem with her now, phone. Now my phone And has now a Matt is making sure that he doesn't have a problem with his phone. <laughs> there you are. Hey, so Daedra, you. Daedra. 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 Um, Chris confiscated my phone earlier this week because I dropped it so many times that I have gone through three screen protectors on, on our phone in two weeks. 33 protectors three? Three. 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 Just three. Just three. That doesn't seem so bad. So I'm going to tell him that next time. Hey, at least it wasn't 33. Thanks for calling, babe. You're welcome. Oh, love you. <laughs> what? I called the Yes, you get a lunch date with the host of Back Row Radio, Matt Coker. Congratulations. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring them over. <laughs> All right. Bye, darling. Love you. Love you. <laughs> oh, gracious. What were we talking about? Uh, Artist are, updates. Yep, that's where we are, man. Stephen Curtis Chapman is being blamed for crashing Facebook. One fan pointed out that social media giant crashed just after Stephen Curtis announced that he would be on Facebook Live for a big announcement. Fan added, coincidence? I think not. Did you see that? Were, did you were you affected by the Facebook crash? Uh, no, no, actually. But that made me feel really good about myself because yeah. I thought, hey, maybe I wasn't on Facebook nearly as much as yeah. I typically am. So here's the deal: they did this big update, right, for things, and mostly involved the messenger, but it updated a lot of stuff. The next day, I opened my computer and I opened Facebook to log in, and my computer's Wi-Fi crashes. What? And it won't let me log back on until I restart my computer. And so I'm like, what's going on? And so I restart it and I try again and I open up the internet, which my homepage is Facebook and it crashes again. The DNS, whatever breaks uh, the connection and it won't let me reconnect. So at this point I'm thinking crud, either my laptop's broken or my Wi-Fi's broken. Yeah. So I unplug my Wi-Fi and router and everything and reset that. Go back in, reset the computer, open it up again, same thing happens. So I'm looking online for all these different things to try. And there's like 15 different troubleshooting things you can try on your computer. So I'm going one by one and I'm going to restart the computer, go one by one. So I open up, uh, this time I open up a different browser and I open up Back Row Radio and I was going to put the, the, the stream on <laughs> just so I could hear when it goes off. Yeah. So maybe I can pinpoint the time when the internet crashes for me. Uh, to see if maybe that would tell me anything. And so it plays forever. I'm like, okay, it seems to be working. Maybe I found the thing. Maybe this last thing I tried was the thing. And so I open up my Firefox browser, which again has Facebook as a homepage. And as soon as Facebook starts loading, crashes again. 
Like, what is going on? So I'm searching all through the internet and whatever. I'm not finding anything about this happening to anybody else. There's like on my phone. I mean, I'm looking on my phone through my data, looking, <sighs> trying to find. And then my phone is still connected to the Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it's not the Wi-Fi now. Because the Wi-Fi is working on my phone. It's just not working on my computer. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I finally come across downdetector.com and there's people complaining and someone says the exact same problem that I'm having. And I'm thinking that Facebook still has problems because the day after they had this big massive crash Mm -hmm. and come to find out what it was uh, after more and more people started having this problem and more and more coming along, we all figured out together corporately that we all had the same virus protection software, Hmm. which was a vast and ABG. They're both the same company. Okay. And apparently, with the new update, their software accidentally mistook something in their new code as a virus, and it was intentionally crashing the connection to the DNS uh, links to protect the computers. And so I finally found a thread where they brought this up at in, in the Avast community, and the guy confirmed, the representative confirmed, yes, it's our problem. We're fixing it. It should be fixed in the next update. We'll be have it ready in a couple hours. And uh, that was the thing. But yeah, people were, it was just happening. More and more people were figuring out. But they spent the entire day, just as I did, going through all these things, thinking that they were going to have to take their computer in. Some people did take their computers in to get work done already. Like, because it was going on for hours before they figured, before Avast figured it out. Huh. And uh, there are a lot of people very PO'd at I this bet. kind of thing. But yeah, that we had no acknowledgement and, and, because uh, we all thought it was Facebook's problem because they had crashed, you know. So we had right. no acknowledgement from Facebook. There were some people calling out on Twitter, you know, Facebook has all these computers crashing and they're not acknowledging anything. Shareholders, you should be aware of this. And right. I'm like, and then we found out, oh, it's not even their fault. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it was weird. <laughs> It was, it was maddening. It is maddening when you, especially maddening. when when I I fancy myself pretty good at computers. Yeah, you know, figuring out things. I've I've figured out quite a few problems that have popped up in other people's computers and my own, and to the point where I've gone through every single possible thing I can do, and it hasn't helped at all. It's <laughs> driving me nuts. Uh, I don't know what to do. So yeah, if you're one of those people and your computer. Wasn't working, and you took it in to get it fixed, and it's still there. Go get it. Save yourself five bucks, because I mean they're still going to charge you a buttload just for having it in their building, even if they haven't worked on it yet. But (sighs) all right, where were we? Uh, Casting crowns. crowns. Mark Hall wants your help. He posted, "How do you pronounce it? Crayons, crowns, or crayons?" This drives me crazy. It drives crazy, me crazy, 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 <laughs> <laughs> cray cray. It drives me cray cray. Um, it is crayon. Yes. That's how I pronounce it too. Crayon. My kids say crowns. <laughs> can I have the red crown, please? Uh, no, you can't. You can't. You can have the red crayon, but you are not getting the red crown. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what a red crown is. Do you know anybody that pronounced it crayons? Um, I want to say yeah. 
That to me, I don't. It doesn't bother me nearly. Crayons as much. doesn't. Crayons and crayons are good for you. Yeah. But crowns. Crowns, because crowns <laughs> is a whole nother word. Yeah. It is. Well, I mean, something... it's essentially just them pushing the two things into one syllable. Crowns. Instead of crayons, crayons, crayons. See, but crayons and crayons, like, okay. Depending on what that O sound, however you pronounce it, mm-hmm. you're going to get one or the other. Crowns, <laughs> it just doesn't even make sense. That's true. Like, you are swapping the O at the end and putting it at the beginning in the A. Crowns. No. <clears throat> Come on, people. <laughs> and then they said, and while we're at it, how do you say this word? Do you say pecan, pecan, or pecan? Who says pecan? A pecan. A lot of people. Pecan over the fence? (laughs) Yeah. Pecan through the doorway? Pecan pie. So, there's also pecan. I said pecan. That was the first one I said. No, there's pecan, 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 or pecan, or pecan, where it's like pecan and pecan. Yeah, smashed right, together. You're right, you're right, you're pecan. Right, you're right. And that is what I grew up saying. So you say what? Pecan. Pecan? I think or I say pecan. The less like of all of them, a pecan. Pecan. I don't like pecan. It pecan, drives it, it Karen sounds, nuts that I say pecan. Yeah, it sounds it sounds very weird and hickish. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. You got to remember, I am from Eastern North Carolina, home of the Hicks. I'm not going to agree to that because I'm not from there, and I can't say that. But Mo can because she's from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your culture. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to say that word. Hey, we are Hicks, and we're proud of it. And you know what? This is how Hicks they'll say it. from the sticks. This is how they'll say it. We're Hicks, and we're proud of it. And you you got something nice to say, then you can say it. But if you got something bad to say, you just keep it to yourself, okay? Because we don't need to hear that. We don't need to be hating on nobody. Just head on down the road there. All right. Aaron Schust <laughs> is choosing to forgive. He posted this week, I was hacked. In, my, in May, my account was hacked, and we lost complete control of the account. Twelve years of posts, stories, pictures, and videos are gone. But as of today, we are back in control. I appreciate your patience, and I apologize for anything offensive that may have been posted. Now guess what? We can pray for the hacker, that he or she feels the love of God in his or her heart, that they'd know the same grace, mercy, peace that we know in Jesus. Very nice. You know... Better than me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank uh, you. Better attitude than I would have. I watch when I drop the boys off at school in the morning. I watch some of the kids. And, you know, my boys are very open and honest with me. So they tell me some of the kids that are particularly mean to them at school. Yeah. And so I watch as these kids walk by. And I have to remind myself to stop wishing ill upon them, but to pray for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is very hard, though. I agree. Yeah, I get it. All right, six ideas for a more intentional Thanksgiving. Ooh. All right, so Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Let's uh, let's get let's get after it, y'all. Number one, gather with others. 
Uh, traditionally, 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 gathering with others is something that's done on this day. Some of you may have more family than you know what to do with, having to divide this day up into several days and lots of feasting. Others of you might find yourself very much alone and feeling the pain of isolation on this day. Use this as an opportunity to find others to gather with. If you aren't physically or emotionally close to family, then start a Friendsgiving. Uh, there are likely others who uh, you know who aren't able to spend the day with their family for various reasons. Be sure to let those in your life, friends, co-workers, and uh, people at church know that you will be alone this Thanksgiving and give them the opportunity to include you. Uh, and if you can't gather with others this year, find a way to make it a special one for you. Set aside the day to focus on gratitude, maybe even making a list of 100 things you are grateful for. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, oftentimes when we focus on what we do have it helps us not feel the sting of what we don't have um do 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 we'll talk about more of that make a hundred list here in a second number two be present as in put your phones down what mo hey currently looking at back row baptist church thank you approving members i am because <laughs> guess what matt how many are there 6.99 we're at six ninety nine. We We're almost at, have seven hundred. Right we now. almost have seven hundred, and there are three pending requests. But here's here's shout out to all the people who friend request us. I don't add you personally. I don't approve you until the questions are answered. Uh, Matt may approve you, or Scott may approve you. I personally don't approve you until you answer the questions. <laughs> it's just two questions, people. It's true. One word answers. That's all yeah. neat. Yep. All right. Uh, so put phones down. Phones are an awesome, phones are awesome in so many ways. We know that, but let's put them down on this day. A few years ago, uh, the author of this article, by the way, sorry, this is from Facts and Trends. Uh, the author <laughs> of this article is Becky Kaiser, and she wrote a few years ago. I made a basket and called it Phone Jail. Now, when people come for Thanksgiving, they have to drop the phone in the basket. They are welcome to grab it when they want to snap a pic, but they won't be tempted to mindlessly scroll their phones throughout the day. Let's be fully engaged in making memories right where we are, including, or instead of, scrolling through everyone's best photograph memories on our uh, phones. Whoa! Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) My body revolted for a second there. Mm. I don't want to put my phone down. Uh, Number three, give thanks before or during the meal. (laughs) I think we talked about this at the last Thanksgiving uh, podcast we did. One of my pet peeves of like every TV show or movie that involves Thanksgiving. Let's go around the table. Someone says, it's a tradition in my family that we go around. It's a tradition in everyone's family. It's the thing that everyone does. It's literally the Thanksgiving part of Thanksgiving. Act like it's a, oh, well, we brought this over uh, when we were immigrants from whatever, where we talked about this. It's something only my family does. It might seem weird that we go around the table and say what we're thankful for, but if you bear with us, I think you'll agree that it's a fantastic way to spend the- Shut your mouth! <laughs> Everybody does it! Sorry. Give thanks before or during the meal. Sometimes we can forget to share our gratitude with one another. Take some time and circle up before the meal and then go around and ask everyone to share one thing they want to give thanks for that year. Or if you don't want to get the let the food get cold, have this be the first thing people share once they sit down. So we started a new tradition in our house this year. You go around the table and you say, <laughs> what's your thing? <laughs> Starting November 1st, 
at every meal that we have together. And typically, we have most dinners together. That's good. That's rare. Yeah. Yeah. But every dinner that we have together, before we eat, before, after we pray, before we eat, we each say one thing that we're thankful for. That's cool. So Not whole, just on Thanksgiving, the but the whole month, trying to prepare us for that. It's kind of like that Facebook mindset. thing that nobody uh-huh. ever finishes. Yeah. <laughs> Day seven, I'm thankful for coffee. Yeah. Day eight, I forgot. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't have coffee that day. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another cool way to do that. Make okay. a list of 100 things. Grab a big sheet of paper or grab like 100 popsicle sticks and challenge the kids in your life to come up with 100 things during the month of November that they're thankful for. Keep these on your table and go through them at mealtime and think and try to think of more. We want to encourage the kids in our lives to see things to be grateful for. And it's also a great uh, conversation provider during mm-hmm. the big meal because it takes a long time yeah and uh you can set this up as a conversation starter thing yeah and uh, if you're like me and you keep things like that mm-hmm. you know store them away until the following year yeah that it's fun to pull it out and go hey remember last year when we were thankful for such and such mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six uh, lastly give the kids a job You want to invite the kids into feeling a part of this holiday. Most of the time, kids are pushed out of the kitchen and placed at a kid's table. Find a way to include kids in the day by giving them responsibilities. Have them cook or prep parts of the meal. Assign them to make homemade cards or set the table or even take drink orders. They will feel so special and they will take a a lot more pride in the gathering when they've played a part in it. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. I like that. I do too. I want to implement... A handful of those mm-hmm. this year. That's a, yeah. So back when my family still did Thanksgiving, um, which I guess I was a, early, a younger teenager at the time, uh, all the other children in the family were like eight and under. And they still made me sit. I was like 14. And they made me sit with them. Isn't that fun? Not, no. It was the worst. <laughs> uh, I believe... The second year they made me do that, I just took my food and went to my room. Yeah. Because <laughs> what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't necessarily like the whole idea of having a kid's table. Why are we segregating our children off to the side? I understand maybe for space. Yeah, ours ours was space reasons because we yeah. only had the one table and it was already overflowing with people. Right. But, uh, but yeah, a lot of people just do it because... Yeah. And you kids, you have fun over there, and we're going to have adult conversation over here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I ain't all about that life. You know what my family talks about when we eat dinner together, no matter what time of year it is? The food? No. What? All the grossest surgeries and medical problems we've ever had. Why, Matt? I don't know. It just, even when it doesn't start that way, it just always winds up back to that somehow. And my dad going, guys, guys. Trying to eat here, <laughs> but he's been a he's been to blame for it too. Sometimes too. it just it goes it gets too far. It happens every single time. That's, I, <laughs> I don't know whether that's funny, disturbing. It's usually pretty funny, worrisome. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of things that uh. I could. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's the Back Row Rewind Thanksgiving special. We got one more segment to come. We're going to be talking about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and the history around it. It's one of my favorite traditions. I hope it's one of yours, too. Stick around. 
You're listening to the Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. What up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at ltnonair.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from ltnonair.com or download the Live 365 app and favorite LTN Radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. Welcome back to the Back Row Rewind Thanksgiving special. It's our last segment, and we're going back to an episode from 2018 where we're going through the history of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. Hope it's one of yours, too. And if not, what's wrong with you? Here we go. Major League Baseball player and former NFL football player, Tim uh, Tebow. No, no, minor league. Minor league. Did I say major? I'm did. sorry. Yeah, minor. Minor league. <laughs> major league. <Jeez. laughs> <laughs> him and michael him and michael jordan hanging out in the minor leagues uh he is set to host cbs's upcoming competition series million dollar mile tebow who is currently working as a college football commentator for espn will be hosting the high stakes physical competition series with the voice of the la chargers matt money smith and sports commentator maria taylor the 10 episode series follows competitors as they try to win one million dollars <laughs> Uh, a Colorado woman is selling the elements of communion in two pills. Matzo bread powder in one pillow. Pill. Pill. I said pillow. I don't know why. And uh, red wine extract in the other. And it's sparking a debate over the definition of the Lord's Supper. Uh Teresa Lay, a businesswoman, told CBS4 in Denver that the pills can be used by Christians who are traveling or who are in remote locations, such as military personnel overseas, which I find very interesting. Uh, the product, though, is called God's Pill. <laughs> it's kind of... What do you think about this? What are your impressions here? I need to see it. Like, I really... It doesn't well, essentially, look it like- would look like a supplement, I would assume. Like a clear casing with matzo ball powder in one and red wine extract in another. Mm. It's weird. I think it's unnecessary, to be totally honest. Yeah? I do. I can see her argument. Yeah. yeah, I can see it, but I don't... I, I was able to send snacks to Chris when he was in Afghanistan. I don't see why I couldn't... You remember the little communion to go thing that we yeah, did at Saddleback? Tiny little, yeah, a tiny it, little cup that little just cup. already has it ready to go, and it's uh-huh. small enough. And it has the cracker on top of the cup mm-hmm. and a little film coating mm-hmm. covering. I think that we could ship those over to Afghanistan or send them with the guys to Iraq as they go, you know, with their luggage and everything. I don't, I don't think it's really a necessary thing to have a. Pill form. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, It does feel futuristic, though, doesn't it? 
it feels like, you know, 20 years from now, everything we eat is in pill form. The (laughs) only thing (laughs) I think we could, like, the main, her argument should be for astronauts. That's what it should be for. Hey, actually, I don't think, I don't think astronauts, I don't know why, but I'm, feel like I remember a story that they don't swallow pills in space because of the gravity. They yeah, I guess so, huh? Or something. I don't know. I don't know if that's the thing that I'm remembering or what. But I wonder if they could pop open their capsule, although I'm like picturing it in my head. They oh, pop it's open everywhere. Up. Yeah, yeah. matzo ball powder and all the instruments. But like if they pop open their capsule like in their mouth or the capsule like dissolves yeah. in their mouth. Yeah. And they swallow the... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Something so like that. <laughs> our Colorado friend. Let's figure it out. Calmo, she's got the ideas too. Y'all can work it out between the two of you, I'm sure. Let's address it more for astronauts. <laughs> All right. Lazy Chick-fil-A lovers rejoice. Chick-fil-A this week announced its partnership with DoorDash to offer home delivery from more than 100, or I'm sorry, 1,100 of its restaurants across the United States. Deliveries will be made to customers living within 10 minutes of any participating restaurant, the news release said. Prior to the launch, Chick-fil-A and DoorDash tested the delivery service for over a year in certain locations. Both companies have since invested in custom-built technology integrations to ensure order accuracy and a smooth delivery experience for customers. That's fantastic. Too bad we live two hours away (laughs) from the closest. But I feel like this goes against... What Chick-fil-A stands for at its core. And that? that is pleasing people, you know. Oh, you don't doing, think this will please people? Doing everything. It will please people within a 10-minute. But 10 minutes is a, a good distance. What is the word I'm looking for? A ten, Radius. Thank you. Radius? Yeah. Yeah. Radius. That's I was just going to say distance. Yeah. 10-minute um, distance. That's pretty good. Like, but, Lubbock, that like, would take most of Lubbock. Okay. But, like, they should be willing to drive from Lubbock to Clovis and it all be. Nah, uh uh. Keep it in the pizza bags that they bring us our hot pizzas in. They'll be hot, but they'll be soggy at that point. There's no crisp left at that point, Mo. There's not a whole lot of crisp in Chick fil A to begin with. Exactly. The waffle fries (laughs) are soggy always, all the time. But somehow they're still good. They're fantastic, yeah. This is something that has always baffled me. (laughs) The bread in the chicken sandwiches are always kind of that favorite word that everybody likes. (laughs) Moist. But somehow yet it's still good. Moist. Chris has brought me home. Shut up. Stop saying that. Chris has brought me home Chick-fil-A and it's still been good. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would still taste good. It just... I feel like they are going to want to protect the integrity of their brand by making sure that it's still within a crispy radius with the chicken itself. The integrity of their brand is all in the slogan, my pleasure. (laughs) That's a good point. Thank you. (laughs) So it should be their pleasure to drive the two hours to bring me (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Maybe DoorDash is the one not willing to go further than 10 minutes away from the store. That's not a Chick-fil-A company. Fine. Maybe. 
<laughs> I have no argument. <laughs> I'm not saying that is the case. I'm just saying, who knows? Whatever. Who knows? But unfortunately, deliveries will not be made on Sundays. Well, so. <laughs> you know, it's the Lord's Day. Lord's Day. We're not supposed to eat chicken on Sunday anyway, so. What? <laughs> He's some sort of weird backwards Catholic. I never know. <laughs> you didn't know that, Matt. <laughs> you are not supposed to eat chicken on Sundays. No meat on Fridays. No chicken on Sundays. Exactly. Jeez, <laughs> get with it. All right. Hey, you know what is happening tomorrow morning? That's one of my favorite things of all time every year. Macy's Day Parade. Yes. I don't know why I love it so much, but I do. I even love the cheesy. Uh, show tune junk that they do at the beginning while they're waiting for the floats to get to the Macy's like staging area which is not anywhere near the beginning of the parade and I love all the musical numbers that the floats do I love it all my dream is to go to Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade awesome that is my dream because to be totally honest there's so much of it that we miss yeah And one of my favorite things about parades are the bands. Mm, Yes. And you miss a lot of the bands watching it on TV. And uh, what I've really come to do in the last couple years is do the second screen experience thing along with it. So I'm watching the main feed on whatever channel it comes on. And then I'm watching a second screen thing where they do, where they have cameras set up all along the route, like up high on skyscrapers and down low on the street. And I didn't know you could do that. And and it just keeps kind of flipping through all of them and you're just watching the different parts of the parade happen. So you do it like picture in picture on your TV or do you? No, you have to have it on your phone. Oh. You watch the show on the TV and you bring up on your phone or laptop or whatever, the second screen experience stuff. Uh, it's usually like Verizon or someone else that puts it on, uh, so just look for second screen experience. Google that. But it's always cool. It's always really neat. Sometimes I have a host for that that comes up and talks a little bit and then just cuts back to the cameras. And You know, if you were uh, my real friend, then tomorrow you would send me a link and be like, hey, okay. here you go. Remind Here's me. Because your- <laughs> I'm not going to be focusing on you. I'm going to be focusing on the parade. Whatever. So if I'm watching Obviously. the second screen experience and your little messenger bubble pops up, hey. What's that link? What gives? I'll, Where's the I'll link? Send it to you. <laughs> Obviously, I am nothing for Matt to be thankful for because he's not thinking of me tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I'll be thinking of anybody tomorrow Whatever. during the parade, anyway. Then after that comes the worst thing, the thing I hate the most all the year dog long: show. the dumb dog show that my wife, who hates dogs, has to watch every year. <laughs> Drives me nuts. It's- my dad watched it every year growing up, and it's a wonder I also don't hate dogs because it, it is the most boring thing. It is so dumb. I mean, I love John Hurley's voice. I do. It's like butter. I could listen to him read the Bible. But watching dogs basically get their junk pulled on and ladies pulling dog food out of their cheeks to give to dogs while they're doing tricks. It's just, uh, uh, mm-hmm. no, thank you. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. 
All right. Hey, what were we talking about? Macy's Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. Thanksgiving Day Parade. The year was 1924. The place, New York City. A group of animals from the Central Park Zoo marched down a street in Harlem, accompanied by a very special group of people, a handful of immigrant Macy employees, who wanted to express how thankful they were for living in the United States that year. And thus, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was born. Though today the event is a big blowout with A-list stars, Broadway performances, and millions of spectators on hand to watch the marching bands, floats, and balloons make their way downtown, the parade had humble beginnings outlined in the book Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, a New York City holiday tradition by former People editor Stephen M. Silverman. Want to impress your Thanksgiving guests with some super cool facts about the parade? Well, now, uh, as it's 92nd year... Hmm. approaches tomorrow morning we've got you covered the first ever okay hey we had this question earlier uh was it today or was it yesterday uh sometimes recently yeah remember yeah these days all run together uh the first ever balloon was not snoopy it was felix the cat oh you remember felix the cat i do remember little bag of tricks chris can't watch felix the cat anymore he when he was really sick one year, as a little kid, mm-hmm. he watched Felix the Cat over and over, and so now he associates Felix the oh, Cat with, with being sick. sick. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The quote-unquote biggest star of all time, as Silverman tells people, Felix debuted in 1927. He was filled with air and not helium. However, so in, instead of soaring above New York City, uh, he was held up on stilts. To commemorate the parade's 90th year, uh, I guess it was two years ago, uh, Felix made a triumphant return filled I remember this. only with air yep. and carried on stilts. Yep. Yeah. I, do, I think I remember that, too. Yeah. That's interesting. That mm-hmm. must have been tiring, though. Goodness. Exhausting. But then again, holding on to it must be tired, too, when they're helium-based. Especially if it's like, sli- even if it's just slightly windy. I feel like that would be a workout. So tomorrow... Uh-huh. I'm really going to be paying attention to the people who are yeah like these people have got to be physically mm. physically mm-hmm. fit that or there's like a hundred of them for well, each balloon and even though you got to think to walk the entire route of the parade yeah you got to be physically fit mm-hmm okay agreed maybe that should be my goal <laughs> to be in the parade holding a balloon yep uh, a rubber shortage put the parade on hold for a few years during World War II. Macy's canceled the event in large part because there wasn't enough rubber or helium to create and inflate the balloons. Huh. Uh, Macy's wasn't the first department store to have a parade. That honor would go to Gimbel's, a now defunct Philadelphia-based chain that launched its own parade one year before Macy's. Uh, I think there's a... Hallmark Christmas movie that has Gimbals in it. Yeah. Uh, Gimbals is an elf. Gimbals is the store that he goes to and kind of works at briefly. Do you like the elf movie? Have we had this discussion? Uh-huh. You like the elf movie, right? Yeah. Oh, is that where I'm remembering it from? Gimbals. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's not a Hallmark movie. Maybe it's just the elf. Gimbals. It had the, it had, uh, I don't know his first name, his last name's Love, the black guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> he may be one of my favorite characters in that he movie. Was, he was on a TV show where he was fantastic. I don't know if it was like, 
Hanging with Mr. Cooper or something. One of those like 90s TV shows. He did really good. I don't remember what it was. Uh, but he was my favorite character in it. Huh. Anyway, uh, side note, or Elf. Uh, Elf came out 15 years ago. No. <laughs> it came out in 2003. <laughs> Feel old now? <laughs> Wow. This blew a lot of minds, I bet. 2003, 15 years ago, November of 2003 is when it came out. Do you know, I don't think that I watched it until maybe 2009. Really? No, I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it twice in theaters. Mm-mm. Uh, Will Ferrell's not my favorite. Yeah, but he's really good in that movie. In that, he, that's the only movie I can watch him in. <laughs> All right. The balloons used to be released at the end of the route. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a good reason that they stopped. Uh, seriously, in the early years, they would untether them and let them fly away and invariably end up uh, somewhere on Long Island. Um, if you found one, you could claim a reward. The problem, aside from the environmental toll, people would rip the balloons apart and bring in small pieces in hopes of earning the said reward. Uh, the, the tradition ultimately came to an end when one loose balloon became entangled in the propeller of a small plane, nearly taking it down. The pilot said that she had something extra special to be thankful for that Thanksgiving. Uh, these days, the balloons are simply deflated, crated, and stored in New York, in New Jersey once the parade ends. So I wonder uh, if the balloons were much smaller then. Because, like, I can't it imagine... It really doesn't look like it from those old photos. Really? I can't imagine finding a balloon... And what, I'm going to fold it up like a tablecloth and <laughs> carry it in? I'm like Stuff it in the back of my station wagon? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just, those things are massive. It Maybe they were smaller in the early years. It doesn't really say how long they did this. Um, yeah. I mean, I know some of the first ones were those like L's that they usually have at the very end now. The little oh, yeah. chubby L's. And those mm-hmm. are small. Those are pretty small. Yeah. So maybe they were all about that size around the time. All right. Not all balloons are created equal. While square balloons present the biggest challenges, any pointed parts are difficult to design, inflate, and balance. Silverman says in his book, round balloons can be tricky, too. It actually took them a while to get olive oil well balanced, he shares. Uh, what finally made it work? They put sweet pea in her arms. It's a lot of... It's a lot of... Um, Aerodynamics. It's a lot of weight distribution. Weight, yeah, weight distribution. It's uh, yeah. It's it's. I can see how it would be difficult. Yeah. Just looking at like inflatables on lawns, when you mm-hmm. can see one that's not well made, so the head falls. The head like... falls over. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be difficult. Yep. Uh, yeah. Santa looks like he's depressed. And... <laughs> Uh, if a balloon is sporting an accessory, look out. One year, so much rainwater collected in Popeye's cap Ooh. that it spilled out and drenched the crowd as a balloon made a tight turn. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And here's a bonus fact. How much do you think it costs Ooh. to put on the parade each year? $4.5 million. We'll never know. Oh. (laughs) 
seriously? Silverman says Macy's will not disclose how much it costs. They say it is a gift to the city, and as with any gift, you don't leave the price tag on. <laughs> I think that's malarkey. <laughs> oh, anyway, folks, watch the parade. If you don't, if you've never watched the parade, watch the parade. Oh my it's gosh, fantastic. it's like it, it. Yeah. It's the official start of the Christmas season for me. Thank you. Which is exactly what they do. Yeah. Because they have the nice Thanksgiving parade, and then they end it off with Santa coming to town. See? See? That's how it You works. can't argue with me now that you have to have Thanksgiving before you can <laughs> have course. Christmas. Of course I agree with you. I just like to rile you up because you get so heated about it. Whatever, man. <laughs> uh. No, I usually, like, a, like I've said several times, I usually sit, watch the parade, eat my bowl of uh, Christmas crunch in a Christmas uh, bowl <laughs> that I have. Actually, my son broke it this year, so I don't have a Christmas bowl anymore. <laughs> it was a perfect, so it was a perfect size and everything. Have you great. looked on Amazon for it? No. Do you know? Here's the thing: <laughs> we have a new dog this year, right? Yeah. Okay, and we. Ha- we got stockings for our cat and our dog, our older dog, at the same time, like six years ago. Okay, so they have matching stockings. They look exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Searched and searched and searched and searched to try and find Tyrion a matching stocking. A matching stocking. one, yeah. Uh-huh. Went on Amazon, typed in exactly what the stocking says on it. Dear Santa, I've been a very good doggy this year. Hit search. Popped right up. First thing that pops yep. up. I doubt they'll have my bowl because my bowl is just a seasonal design thing that Walmart came out with, and they have a new, you know, new ones every year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think so, but I don't care. I'll find a new one, I guess. I have to go to the store tonight and buy a new bowl if they even have Christmas crunch. Because so far they still don't have it. Again, for the second year in a row, it's late, and I'm getting pretty ticked off about it. Do you know that it was three years ago? That you was it three years ago? It was three years ago. Ugh. That this all started, Gosh. where they stopped selling Christmas Crunch this early in the year, That's... and we were in Tennessee, and they had a box of Christmas Crunch, and I am standing in Walmart <laughs> with a box of Christmas Crunch, and I'm looking at Chris like, how do we get this to Matt overnight? <laughs> <laughs> Now, every time we see Christmas Crunch in the store, Mila goes, hey, Mr. Matt's cereal. <laughs> but I only want it on, I don't even eat the rest of the box. I let my son eat it. I just have that one big bowl for the parade, maybe two bowls during the parade. That's it. <laughs> uh, man. That's what you're like. What's even more be. maddening, what's even more maddening is every other Christmas cereal is now out. Mm-hmm. Every other one. I told you last, I think last week, the sugar cookie crunch was yeah. already out. Now the uh, the chocolate Lucky Charms with snowflake and snowman marshmallows cereal is already out. The um, holiday cookie crisp is already out. The red and green rice krispies are already out. All the things, all of them are out. Not Captain Crunch's Christmas Crunch. What's the deal? It's like they're deliberately doing it to make me mad. You need to write a, a letter. Freaking coming out with a big, oh, special extra large berry edition <laughs> of C- C- Captain Crunch. No one's asking for that. Crapton Crunch. Crapton Crunch. Gosh, <laughs> darn it. 
All right, Matt. I'm a curmudgeon now. Thanks a lot, Mo. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to get you off topic. It's our, our last segment and favorite segment. Are we ready? It's your favorite segment. Ask us anything. It's your favorite segment, too. Don't even go there. It's not like you don't like it, at least. Well, I do like it. Okay. What traditional Thanksgiving food would you be okay with never eating again? You want to say it on the count of three to see if we have the same one? I'm almost certain we don't, but sure. Okay. One, two, three. Three. Green bean casserole. Sauce. Oh, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my second choice. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. Uh, I just, I've, I've never understood the appeal of green bean casserole. Really? It just it, every part about it, except for the crispy onions on top, gross me out. Okay, so I have to tell you, we eat it at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. That is the one. Three. No, that is the one food or whatever that goes over all holidays okay however we don't eat it any other time throughout (laughs) the year and when i look at it i have to like talk myself out of (laughs) this is not vomit (laughs) this is made to look this way remember it it tastes good Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah no i get that i totally understand yeah uh i'm not a fan of green beans in general even fresh ones i've had that just they're all all right but they i don't know they taste weird to me but i'm definitely not a fran fan fran fran you're not not a fran or a fan (laughs) of cream and mushroom soup no the bah yeah no no. So, and you also don't like stuffing. And right. one of Chris's mom's like famous recipes was chicken casserole. And it was stuffing Ooh. mixed with like, and I think she may have actually just come up with it Yeah, from Thanksgiving leftovers. But you mix the stuffing with chicken meat or turkey meat. Mm-hmm. And then you cover the top in a layer of cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. And see, um... Tina, my my mother-in-law, used to make this dish that Deidre has affectionately named chicken crap, but it's really good. But it's like a chicken-based thing in the bottom with biscuit dough with a bunch of weird toppings. Very good. Uh Tina used to make it with cream and mushroom soup. And then I had it one time. It's really good, except for the bottom part. And so from then on, she made it with cream and chicken soup. And it's even better. Yeah. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Why do we need cream and mushroom? Get rid of it. Cream of chicken. Thank you. That's my two cents. All cream ofs are actually really bad for you. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure They're they really bad for you. Um, the like sodium count in them is like Well, sodium count in soup period is yeah. bad, but yeah, definitely with the cream of yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's our answer. I don't like cranberry <laughs> sauce because it's like Yeah, I don't like it either. I don't like people trying to make their own. I don't like the canned jelly version. I don't like any of it. If I'm going to have cranberry sauce, I want for it to be a homemade kind of really? some sort. Yes. That's see, that's that's uh not common. I yeah, I know. Most people prefer the weird jelly dog food can version. That is what it is. <laughs> like the I uh huh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ever since then. And then people slice it by the yeah. rings yeah, a little, that a little. from the can. No. That's the perfect slicing option. It's just like a tomato. You just slice it down. It is like. <laughs> well, how else would you do it? I don't know. <laughs> a cubit. 
I'm sure <laughs> anything the is jello, better than the jello squares. We're going to use the shape of the can to our advantage and just slice it up this that's, way. That's called being smart. A, that's called working harder, smarter, not harder. Oh, smarter, not harder. There you go. I just don't No, I don't know. Yeah. I can't do. And it is. The idea of I feed my dogs their food out of the can. This has that it's, sound. It's, spe- it. it's specifically the having to slop it out. It is the like, most disgusting I eat thing. corn out of a can just fine. Yeah. Because it doesn't make that noise. I don't True. have to force it out. But like I, I can't eat like chili out of a can. Like you get wolf chili or whatever, Hormel chili, yeah. for that same reason. One, it smells like dog food when you first open it up. It looks like dog food. It looks like dog food, and it slurps out like dog food. Huh. That makes me sick, too. Also, refried beans. I've gotten around it, because I have to, like you do with the green bean casserole, I have to sit there and force myself to know that it's okay. Yeah. You have to do that same thing, and it has the exact consistency of, of dog, dog food, food yeah. when you get refried beans in a can. And I remember... When I was a kid with my dog, I would slop it out like that, mm-hmm. and then I would use the can itself to break it apart, mm-hmm. and that's what I do with refried beans, and every time I do, do oh, I'm gagging just <laughs> thinking about it. Every time I do that, I think about the dog food when I was a kid, and I have to just know that it'll loosen up when it's microwaved. It won't even look like this. Right. It won't smell like dog food. It'll smell good. You're going to want it. Just... Just push through. Gosh. So everything that you listed, I completely agree with. The one thing that has that same consistency, has that same slurping, but it does not bother me, tomato paste. Same. I don't know why. (laughs) That's weird. I've never thought about that. Maybe because it's red. It's got, I'm thinking that's know. exactly what I thought of. That maybe because it's red because dog food's not red. Yeah, I don't. And I don't it doesn't smell. Definitely doesn't smell like dog food. Yeah, it's very pungent in its own way. Yeah, so that's got to be why. But it has the same consist- consistency. You have to kind of shake it out. Drop it out. Yep. It. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I think maybe well. it's a little. It's a little looser than like refried beans. But maybe I don't more, think it is. Not more than chili, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yep. I love how our Ask Us Anything always turns into a big, long, you're getting Say more than you bargained for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to do it for our Back Row Rewind Thanksgiving special for 2020. It has been a blast reliving these two classic episodes with you. We hope that you have a fantastic Thanksgiving tomorrow and that you join us again for Church Nerds this Friday morning. So there's no morning show at all tomorrow. No shows whatsoever. Uh, 80s nights canceled. In fact, the only thing that's happening tomorrow is straight Christmas music all day long. Uh, it's the first time this radio station uh, in its current form or, or previous form has done a full day of Christmas music on Thanksgiving. Uh, but you know what? We feel like it's time. We feel like it's time. We all need it. We're all ready. So full day of Christmas music tomorrow while you enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. Keep us on in the background. Have a good old time. And really kick off this season in a fantastic manner. We love you guys. And you know who else loves you? If no one else tells you, Jesus loves you, nerd. Back Row Rewind, the best of Matt and Moe. 
For more of Matt and Moe's antics, tune in every Monday through Wednesday for the Back Row Morning Show 